and uh, I I pulled I pulled the chili dog out after eating the other dog, and your wife was like, "Chili dog tonight, bold choice." <laughs> Hello and welcome to another Dead Pixel, a podcast about games, entertainment, anime, life, a little bit of everything in between. I'm your host, Joe, and with me, uh, the gentleman who made his way back from the Windy City without being shot, Nick. How you doing, Nick? Good. Um, no, I was uh, I was not shot at um, at all, which was uh, not surprising. I wasn't expecting to be shot. Um, but uh yeah it was good yeah um yeah so uh haven't seen you in person in a really long time and just got a chance to go up and visit you and your family in uh in uh the place where you live near chicago uh and it was it was great fun yeah it was uh it was awesome having you up here uh we hadn't seen each other for like seven years so yeah since last except, time you hosted except us, every other week except every other week but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, in person, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. live, uh, skinship. Uh, mm. Yes, we'll throw in odd words like that to creep people out. Uh, but yes, <laughs> yeah, uh, we did a bunch of cool stuff. Um, it took me to the the art the art institute in Chicago, which is really cool. And then um, Okonomiyaki after that, that was really good. I hadn't had Okonomiyaki, I think, I think since Japan. Um, it, it might have been that long. And then. Um, near concert and uh escape room we did a whole bunch of stuff yep the arcade oh the arcade uh, yeah yeah that was really fun <laughs> that game yeah. yeah we gotta talk about i gotta talk about some of that like, we gotta talk about uh um the arcade in the video game section because that one game we played uh, all together with your wife um that was cool that was fun yeah the uh no it was it, like I, i'm surprised uh you know, violence didn't ensue with the uh, the merch line for uh, near Dude, at the near concert. That was harrowing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Rosemont Theater, uh, the near concert that's making its tour around the U.S. Uh, we got there maybe 15 minutes after parking opened, and this is like an hour and 45 minutes before the show begins. Yeah, before the show begins, and so like. They happened to already open the doors to get inside the uh, the lobby of the theater, which was great. Uh, not having to wait outside, and we immediately went in line. The next hour and like hour and a half at least, we were in line for merch, and we finally made it made it to our seats after buying like a couple of things sold out, and sat down with like I think it was like ten minutes to spare. Well, when <laughs> I was, was done, pretty... like when I was done shopping, uh, so I bought my stuff and got out of line. Uh, it was, I looked at my watch and it was 11 minutes. It was, uh, show started at seven and it was like six forty nine, or whatever. Um, and the show started a little bit late anyway, but, but, uh, yeah, there were so that line was insane. Um, it was, uh, that people were still like, people were still standing it whenever the show started or whenever, um, like we, like we left it. It was, it was incredibly long, but watching like being, super far up in the line after an hour and 20 minutes and seeing how far it was behind us and people would kind of come by and maybe looking for the star line. Cause it was just whipping around back and forth, uh, winding around back and forth and just being like, like, don't even, don't, don't try. Don't, you're too late. It, yeah. It, 
the merch if the merch was on the the like the left side the lineup went all the way to the right side looped around all the way back to the left side looped back around you know and came back again it was just like uh and people were still lining up they were like yeah i'm gonna go ahead and wait on this i'm like i don't know what world does that look like a good idea uh you know there's no way especially those who are showing up just before like people are still lining up you know maybe uh 15 minutes before you know concert starts and i guess their goal was be like i'm willing to miss the first couple of songs because everyone else is probably going to scatter to grab to their seats i guess but you know for I mean, us we we're that was a nail biter for sure the first couple of songs you know they they were kind of just like whatever they're they're good and stuff but they they weren't they weren't putting the bangers out right then it was uh it was a little later that they started to do that but um yeah uh i guess that was the plan for people i just I was just like, whoa, that's, um, I just couldn't believe it was that. I mean, we'd been there like, like we were there really early and it, the line was still incredibly long. And we even thought that we were further up in it. And then they're like, no, it wraps, it wraps around that corner, uh, that you can't, that you can't see. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was incredible. Um, but yeah. I got some good merch. Um, I was like, for the love of God, I should have I shouldn't have waited on you guys because uh, you guys had some, some some ticket stuff to figure out. I should have if I'd known, I would have just gone straight through and just jumped straight in line because then I probably would have gotten a two B uh, plushie. But we we missed yeah you missed out like maybe six people you know ahead. Yeah, yeah it would have uh, and I would have got you guys in line. I just didn't I just didn't know. The, uh, the the degree to which I needed to to be crazy. Well, we about also it. we also were on the correct side. Had we not went all the way, we start we. I know we right circled side, around. We, yeah, yeah, we went left just to go back to the right. I'm like, had we just went straight in a straight line, we would have hit the tail end of the line. Yeah, uh, you know. But, but anyway, I still got I still got we, an A two. We, we did it. I still got an A two plushie, so that was good. Um, I just it was just like man, like it was literally like a few people ahead of us, and some dude bought the last. B2 plushie, which is amazing that it held out that long, but say love you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the one of the first things to go was like the tote bag. Uh, yeah, that went fast. I wonder yeah, why. I got myself a vinyl vinyl set, so I, I was did. okay with that. I was For a pretty surprised. decent price. The was, thing is, the merch yeah. was actually reasonably priced too. When you compare it to um, just uh, like Amazon retail or, yeah, I mean, even some of their stuff off the, uh, the Square Enix website. Uh, the only, you know, the only disappointment was the shirt that they were selling had no uh, tour dates, you know, tour listings. And that was the only thing that I really would have wanted. Uh, but because it was just a generic, like, here's the concert, but no nothing saying about Chicago or anything like that. I'm like, uh, yeah, I kind of like having the cities in the in the route because they're like, yep, this is the one I went to. I like that's one of the reasons why I buy the concert tour shirts is because I like just having the city that I went to. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, cool. no, it was, it was good having you, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, despite like my battery dying right when I needed to pick you up from the airport. Oh yeah, that was pretty <laughs> wild. Uh, so yeah, uh, but it, it worked out. Um, yeah, it, it ended up working out pretty well in, in general. But yeah, it was a fun trip. I got to got to have uh, some Chicago style pizza. Um, that was really good. I. Um, I, my only regret, I think, from the trip is not forcing the purchase of another one of those pizzas. Because I, 
I got full enough, but I could have eaten more. And I wish that I had just gorged myself on like three more slices of of that pizza and just let you guys take you the rest You can home. mail order it for, uh, frozen. Yeah, so you're dang right. I'm, gonna just, I'm just going to have to mail order it. Um, or you can just come back for one of the uh, a different convention. Nah, right? just, just mail order. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I will do both of that. Um, Giordano's mail order brides. Nope, pizza. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's one of those things that people, um, you know, people scoff at, uh, like a Giordano's or something like that because it's like mainstream. But it is, uh, it is one of the easiest. Um, spots to bring people from out of town who don't who've never tried any of that stuff uh you did try portillo's um greg miller's you know claim to fame when that it comes to fucker food. he was he was on he was on the wall they had a picture of him on the wall at that portillo's i don't i guess they have it everywhere or whatever but i was just like i i guess it makes sense he's he's famous enough and he lives and breathes that that restaurant um i thought it was yeah, good it was delicious yeah it's uh it's a solid hot dog but at the same time it's just one of those things i'd like yeah it's i mean they're more famous i find that they're more famous for their uh cake and for for the first time i've cake actually had a good. decent slice of cake okay <laughs> usually the cakes i have are like dried and crap so like I'm, i never understood why people like that cake but hey this one was uh, at least you had a good time it was good that was a good cake this was a good moist cake i had two different hot dogs uh <laughs> It was the you ate a lot during this trip. It was pretty. Dude, impressive. I ate a ton. Uh, I ate so much. Um, I was just hungry because it's colder up there than it is here, and my body just reacts that way to. You would slightest. shake so flipping much. It was hilarious. I never like you were like a chihuahua or something like that. Just is, like all shivers all the time. I have my window open here right now. It is sixty four degrees outside. It's seventy five degrees in my apartment, and I have not run the air conditioner or the heat or anything at all in days. It is. February and the middle, like not even the middle of February and it's sweltering here. So this is, this is just what I'm used to. So being up there, it is exceedingly cold. Even I was okay. I mean, it, I, it, I have nothing to complain about. It was like, it only, was actually really nice. It was very nice. I'm not even kidding. It was very it was nice. Like, I know. It was really awesome. <laughs> That's why I don't live in that tundra that, that you live in because I couldn't, I can't handle, I mean, I've, I've lived in places where, where it got down, you know, below 20 and stuff pretty regularly, but it's just, I just, uh, it's just a thing that you have to be prepared for. And I didn't have a lot of room in my suitcase. I, I did think about bringing my snowshoes or my, my boots or whatever. And I was just like, those won't really fit. And it's so hot here. I can't really wear them. So I was like, eh, so I just, I looked at the weather and I was like, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. So I'll just be a little cold sometimes. And anyway, but, um, the thing I was going to say was about, uh, so you, me and, and, and your wife were about to go to the near concert <laughs> and we went to Portillo's first and I got their regular Portillo dog and then the, <laughs> and the chili dog. And, uh, I, I pulled, I pulled the chili dog out after eating the other dog and your wife was like, chili dog tonight, bold choice. <laughs> and I was like, I hadn't even thought about it. I was like, you're right. This, this is a rather bold choice. Um, but it's a chili dog turned out good. Portillo's did not do me wrong. Um, the fries were good. It was all good. 
yeah all right uh like i said it was it was wonderful having you here uh especially like i said since the last two times we saw you in person uh one of the times was an emergency like we landed in our like our flight got canceled on us in hawaii and luckily you were able to just emergency house us which saved us a ton of cash yeah um that was wild yeah while people were like oh it sucks that you were stuck in hawaii i'm like no you don't understand hawaii is great if you don't have to pay for hotels but like when you're just staying at the airport hoping to get a flight out yeah that was terrible uh so it was awesome that you helped us out then and then we you invited us you let us stay with you during um uh, one of our wedding anniversaries so mm. you know it was that also helped financially like massive so you know huge thanks and i was we we're glad to be able to take you around show you some stuff and uh granted uh next time we have to you have to come when it's warmer out so we can do some uh a lot more outdoor activities so yeah yeah uh, super great and uh yeah so let's move on to actual um topics of games so there's been a few uh a few things that have happened a couple of state of plays uh, so which one you want to talk about first? Uh, we can do the the older one first. All right. So let's see. Uh, Sony ended up having a, a bigger state of play. Uh, talking talking about a handful of new uh, new IPs and stuff like that. A lot of a lot of stuff coming out this year. Uh, a little bit uh, like one or two things coming out in the future. But I think that they started that one out. Um, I'm trying to remember what the first game they talked about was. Um, I know the second game they talked about was the Stellar Blade, and they this is not the first time they've shown this one, but this is, they did go a bit more in depth about it. Uh, and this is I thought it was a like a Chinese developer at first, but apparently it's a Korean developer. Uh, and this game looks pretty awesome as far as uh, visuals go. It's something along the lines of like uh, has that stylish action type of game like Bayonetta or. You know, not quite a near, but you know something similar. It's just you know an action RPG. Like they had, they showed a lot of neat uh, mechanics about like leveling up and improving gear. Uh, went into depth about the story. So uh, and it's supposed to be coming out in April, like the end of April. So that's relatively soon. Uh, so it's kind of um, I went from not caring about that game at all you know, to being like, hey, you know what? That game looks like it'd, it'd be fun. Well, you so. know, like when we started to watch that, you know, I hadn't really seen anything beyond a couple, you know, cutscene screenshots and stuff like that um, prior to this. So seeing what the game is made of and kind of like how it moves in gameplay and stuff um, made me a lot more confident that it's going to be more than just a tech demo. That it's gonna be that it's gonna actually be like a game, a game game, and not just like oh look here's all these pretty graphics because because really honestly um, for the past year that, that we've been seeing it I've been like I mean like it looks really cool but it, it looks really beautiful but there's been a lot of games through the decades that are like that where they're just they're just nice pixels um for, for the time but there's not really any substance there and i was pretty sure that that's what this game was going to be for the most part i was thinking you know it, it's it, it's going to max be a seven um and now i'm thinking i think you and i would kind of kind of talked about this then that probably from what we're seeing um the low the low would be a seven i would think it's probably not gonna be a 10 or anything like that but like i think it's gonna land probably seven or eight somewhere in there um, on, on the final rating scale. So that was very heartening. I did see a lot of cool stuff in there, a lot of, 
lot of fun, like inter- intermittent stuff for you to do. Um, you pointed out there's gonna be a crap load of, of uh, outfits um, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like if you if you like playing Fashion Souls, like every other scene in that game, they were showing lots of different uh, costumes, and I'm hoping they do uh, the thing they do in some MMOs where you can switch the outfit you like but keep the stats to the others so you can just like reskin things yeah i would hope so too because that would yeah i mean but they they really seem to really lean into it and have fun with it um i uh i'm kind of curious about you know more of the story but it, like so long as the gameplay is solid i mean a lot of people are just going to like it just because it plays something similar to what looks like a devil may cry you know it's just um so i you can't really mess that up, you know. You can, but you know, it's it's a it's a safe uh, formula to, to have, and so that's why I think you know it's a safe bet. So long as they don't really do anything too crazy, or if it's ain't not you know, if it's not broken, uh, it should be you know, like I said, it's yeah. a safe seven. I mean, yeah, so. yeah. In some in some ways, they are kind of coming. It depends, but it looks like they're coming to eat uh, uh, Platinum Games lunch, you know, because this is. This is, you know, Platinum Games doesn't make really pretty games like that so much um, anymore. Uh, but uh, but if 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 they can make it look that good on just the the cosmetic aspect, and it plays like a Platinum game, um, then yeah, then that'll be a really good uh, mix, and I'd, it could be a very good game. I I don't know. I'm I'm still very. Uh, cautiously optimistic about it because I there's just too many there's too many variables here there's just too many unknowns it, it is you know like I said it's uh the the team that's making it is called a uh, shift up uh Korean development team so you know once again I'd, I I went from not caring to like actually pretty interested yeah. uh so that I mean at least if anything else the marketing did its job yeah, uh, I certainly have uh yep yeah. oh the first game that I forgot uh, was uh it was Helldivers 2, which oh, yeah. is, I believe, out by now. Uh, just you know, haven't had time to to get into it at all. I really like the first Helldivers. Uh, I think uh, the second one probably won't disappoint. Uh, just unfortunately, uh, the first one was nice because you can play two, multi, you know, two players on a single screen. Uh, I doubt that's going to be capable of a third-person you know, uh, game. So... Yeah, uh, I'll just have to skip out on this one for now. And, you know, there's just so much other stuff on the plate. So, yeah, uh, there's a guy at work that, that got it. Yeah, he didn't play Helldivers. I assumed he played Helldivers 1. Um, so I was talking to him about it. And he was like, oh, I didn't play Helldivers 1. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but he said it was, it was, it was really fun so far. Um, him and his friends are playing, I think, on PC. And, uh, yeah, definitely on PC because he was like, he was like, uh, whenever I signed up for the game, um, it made me sign up for a, a PlayStation account. And I was like, I don't want this. And they're like, you have to have this to play the game. And he's like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, um, he's a, he's a hardcore, uh, PC gamer. So anyway, um, but he, but he, but he didn't, he didn't have any like dog in the fight as, as it were. Um, and so, but, but he thought it was, he thought it was good so far. Um, so that's hard. That's, that's good. i I'm kind of excited to play it at some point um, with you and whoever else because I think that's like where the game lives and dies. Um, but it might be a while, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. The first one, the multiplayer is super fun and calling in uh, ammo re- resupply drops or just other things and accidentally squishing your own allies because you, you were, you lost yourself on the map or something. It was yeah, so was, much yeah. ridiculousness to be had in that game, but it was super fun. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the, the next game that they mentioned about was the, uh, was it the, the new remake of Sonic generations? Uh, you know, this one is now with uh shadow. And so, oh, yeah. you know, uh, shadow is now, coming back into the, into the fold more. Uh, I believe that's the, the new, uh, uh, the new aspect to the new Sonic movie or whatever. So yeah, uh, that's all. <laughs> like, I don't really have a, a stake in that game. Like, all right. Uh, after that was, uh, the trailer for ZZZ. Uh, that's the, um, uh, the guys who make, uh, the Honkai star rail games. Oh Yeah. Um, so th- that one gave me a lot of like uh, Jet Set Radio vibes, you know, like the the just the, the quality and the way things looked. Uh, not really sure what to expect from the game. Um, it's supposed to be some sort of like, you know, MMO free to play thing, uh, which, you know, if it's if it's by the it was at the home. I can't remember the name of the team, though, uh, Honkai or something like that. Or no, that's the other game they make. But anyways, that team makes a lot of gotcha games. So I'm like, oh, yep, there's probably going to be a lot of things to buy. Um I mean, as much as I I don't play that much Genshin Impact, um, but as much as I do play of it, I haven't had to buy anything. The developers are MiHoYo, um, and then, at least for Genshin, uh, MiHoYo, and then Shanghai Mihao Turing Film Technology Company. Uh, That's kind of a mouthful, but anyway, like, I think they do a pretty good job. I guess when you get really far into the game and get really deep into the game, and you're playing every day for hours and hours and hours, then yeah, you're going to run into the, the paywalls and stuff and start having to pay things, or if you wanted the cosmetics and stuff. But I don't know, like, I hear people complain about it, saying, oh, um, these games are, are good, except for the, you know, the, um, the, 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 the premium, you know, aspects of them. Uh, but I think that if you're going to do it, this is probably the best way to, to do it, you know? It's like, what do you want? I gotta. So it's the uh, yeah, it's MiHoYo and the the HoYoVerse, um, That's you it. know, companies or whatever. So the they're the ones who you know are behind it. Um, you know, I think it'll be fine. Uh, it you know, it's just they have a very unique style and it's kind of neat. I'm just not really sure what the gameplay is going to be like. Um, uh, you know, that's that's really they didn't really show much else about it. Uh, then there was after that they did uh Foam Stars, which is out yeah. now free yeah. uh, for those who have PS Plus. Uh. I don't care. Uh, that's just, <laughs> I have no need for that kind of game. So, uh, and then they showed Dave the Diver with, which I didn't care about either. I just know, like, it, people, it got noticed last year. And then they introduced, like, the second half of that trailer, which is um, instantly recognizable for me because uh, they play the Godzilla theme. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And yeah, sure enough, Godzilla comes out of the water. And I'm like, yeah, I'm automatically interested now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy it, but it has me interested. Uh, so that was that was pretty fun. I was not expecting of all the things to have a Godzilla tie-in, Dave the Diver. So yeah. Good for them for pulling that one out of their hat. Uh, then there was uh, after that they mentioned uh the uh that RPG uh V Rises. Uh, oh, rising. Yeah, V, v rising. rising, yeah. Yeah, 
which you knew about a little bit more about than I did. Um, yeah. So why don't you explain that one? Yeah. Um, I'd heard about this game. I saw this game come to early access on Steam. I'd heard that it was good. And I, it was like, I remember it being like on sale or something like that for a minute. Um, but it was still just, just too much. Anyway, it's uh, you're, you're a vampire lord and you're basically building your your castle and your fiefdom or whatever you want to call it. And so you're fighting and, you know, you come back and you build your castle and stuff like that. So um, people really like it. Uh, and I guess it's finally coming out uh, off of early access. I don't know. I don't know what systems it's going to be on. I, I assume it's going to be on at least Steam, obviously. But um, I don't know if it's going to be on. I guess if, it's, if this was a state of play, then it's going to be on PlayStation. Um, so it'll probably be everywhere then. But yeah, this was a game that looked pretty good back then, and I think it might. Um, I doubt I will frontline it uh, and pick it up early, but um, it looked interesting enough uh, to say the least. Yeah, uh, it was. You know, the I didn't realize what I was looking at first, and then I when when they had the whole like castle building elements and being able to you know essentially make your. Uh, you know, make your fort. I was just like, okay, that's actually kind of neat twist uh, than just a normal, you know, isometric Diablo style game. Yeah. So uh, it, yeah, it did most definitely got my interest. I'd never heard about it beforehand, and uh, yeah, it looks like it'll be a decent setup. So um, after that, they talked about uh, they had some messages from uh, Konami, uh, Silent Hill team. So they they mentioned the. Uh, Silent Hill uh, short message, which is a supposed to be a you know a free to play uh, short game on you can download on on PlayStation right now. The from what I've heard, it's only a handful of hours. You know, like just like two or something like that is what people are saying, and it's a unique experience. Uh, people are a lot of people are of course comparing it to PT, uh, and it's kind of like you either love it or hate it. So I haven't had a chance to play this one yet, uh, but if, for, if it's only a couple hours long, most definitely I want to give this a shot. Um, then they rolled into talking about the remake for Silent Hill 2, uh, which looks good, but they really leaned into um, the action, like a lot of shooting in this one. And I'm like, that game was never a big shooter. <laughs> like, so I'm wondering if they're trying to go into like the Resident Evil remake territory. Um, yeah, try to cash in on some of that. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I mean, I understand like what they're trying to do, but it, it makes me nervous. I feel like they're they're yeah they they're they're trying to sell Silent Hill, and I get that they need to do that, but that's not really what Silent Hill was was about from from what I understand. Um, and so I just uh, it, I. I'm sensing, I'm sensing nerd rage is going to, is going to build up and bellow out whenever, whenever this game comes out. I mean, if it's really, if it's really good shooting and they nail the old, you know, aspects of Silent Hill with like the psychological horror and stuff like that, they really nail that in the atmosphere, then all will be forgiven and people will just be like, oh, the shooting's great and that's just a, you know, awesome part of it. Um, but I, I'm afraid that they're going to take away from the other aspects that are core Silent Hill um, features uh, in order to make it more of a shooter, more of an action-y game. But, I don't know, it remains to be seen. 
yeah uh i'm kind of curious about how they're going to play it out uh oh it's one of those things that some of the i don't know some of the, the the big horror with the old game the original game was uh the lacking graphical quality so a lot of it was masked behind the fog and not being able to see what you're what's attacking you like with crystal clarity so it's like having by having it be less uh clear your mind kind of automatically fills in those blanks making it more terrifying than it really is yeah um and by it having just straight up presented to you like this is what it looks like some of the some of the monsters were just like I don't know. I don't think it's as effective. Uh, it's kind of hard to say. It's well, it's, it's it does it's just the nature of us upgrading something that's old, right? The game does uh, seem too bright and too clear to me. It needs to be like I feel like the the stuff from the early parts of uh, that I saw from from the Resident Evil Two remake that was proper. It was really dark, um, and it was hard to. It just felt very creepy. And like the Silent Hill stuff, they they had, don't have quite enough fog. They it's just a little bit. Everything's a little bit too. There's there's not enough shadows. Things are kind of filled in too much. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm just getting just getting weird vibes. That's that's all. Yeah, I can see that. It's um. So that was like I said. It's one of those. You know, it'll be seen. Uh, I think it'll be well received in the end. I think because people are just thirsty enough for a game, and if it if they make it, I guess their own, you know, like, you know, the, the Resident Evil remakes, you know, you can change it because you still have the originals to play off of. You still have their less than adequate HD remakes, um, mm. but you still can experience that in its own, in its own way. And then if they make it unique enough, uh, I think people will accept it. Yeah. So, all right. And uh, after that, they, uh, was it, uh, they creators of Bioshock uh, was it Ken Levine, right? Um, you know they came out with a, a bigger trailer for Judas. Um, oh yeah. So if you if you like Bioshock, this is you know straight up the alley. The very much the art style and a lot of the concepts um, having special powers uh, given from one way or the other. Uh, you know having that kind of creepy like you know kind of horror element. This very much seems like uh, straight up from you know, like the Bioshock playbook. Uh, so I'm kind of curious how they'll, how they'll do uh, anything unique because that's, that's the big thing is it feels very much uh, another one of these, I guess is, but you know, it looks amazing and it'll, you know, I personally like Bioshock one a lot. Wasn't a big fan of Bioshock two, never played the DLC uh, Minerva's Den, which apparently is touted as being like one of the best DLCs just Ever. of all time. Yeah. You know, so uh, and then Bioshock Infinite was a very different game. So this is m very much uh, like Bioshock 1 uh, kind of horror. But uh, I guess it's, you know, you're instead of under the water, you're in space. So either way, uh, breaching windows will spell death. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, but, at the same, you know, just because I do like uh, it was a it was a type of horror that like it was more suspenseful than anything. And yeah, it should, you know, it should be fun. For me, the next one was pretty, uh, pretty exciting. Uh, I'm a fan of the franchise, but they finally mentioned uh, uh, Metro Awakening uh, for oh, VR. Yeah. Mm. So it's, uh, this is done by um, Vertigo Games. Uh, they're, uh, you know, they've done quite a few things in the VR space. Um, 
these guys here, you know, it kind of leaked just beforehand that Metro Awakening is going to be coming out. Uh, but it, you know, obviously being confirmed during watching this and uh, being a big fan of uh, PlayStation VR, I think this will be a really good game. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see how they do it. Uh, you know, I personally really like the Metro franchise. Uh, just the concept of it was always really cool and really neat. I never, I did not play the newest one, unfortunately. So uh, that's, you know, but this is a prequel to it all. So it doesn't matter. Uh, so people can, come, you know, come in fresh and not need to worry about it. Um, yep. Yeah, after that, they mentioned Legendary Tales. Uh, this is a, uh, a lot of people are excited about this one uh, for the fact that it's uh, like a full-fledged RPG in VR. Mm-hmm. Um, for PSVR 2 and I think it's been out for it's been on PC uh, VR systems for a bit uh, but they kind of went radio silent because they had they put in a lot of effort to make this game um, the reviews have been pretty positive on it uh, it's not really my cup of tea I guess it's just uh, it's very much a run based game uh, you, you can go in uh, but if you wanted something that you really wanted to spec out and like full on uh, upgrade magic or uh become like build out any character you want for fantasy it's kind of like a skyrim but way more in depth and yeah that's this uh you know this just came out uh yesterday officially so yeah uh legendary tales uh you know the vr game that people have been wanting unfortunately uh it'll be really uh, divisive because of the price tag um I think uh, I don't actually know what it originally came out on or officially came out on, but it was rumored that it was going to come out as like 55, 60 bucks. And PSVR 2 uh, owners are kind of spoiled with shorter experiences, but you're talking about like 20 bucks, you know, yeah. roughly. And so a lot of people are like $55, you know, like forget that. Uh, but then they want a full fledged like experience. So yeah, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, and a lot of people, you know, so a lot of the VR uh, community was just kind of like, we should support the game, you know, you know, because that way you can try to get more experiences like that. And I hear you, uh, just unfortunately, uh, this style of game isn't really for me. I mean, it's nice that you can do multiplayer in this one. Uh, I have no one else to play PSVR with uh, because I'm a loner, but I did try to get you to PSVR, so we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, and then I guess on the state of play, they also mentioned uh, Dragon's Dogma Two. Um, you never played the first one, did you? No. Uh, I played a bit of the first one, uh, and it was really fun, but also it was stupid hard for me. I just had never played anything that you know quite like it at the time, and so I just remember it being ridiculously hard, and me never like. I never got very much, you know, very far into it just because I kind of hit a wall. Like I tried doing a bunch of stuff at night, which you aren't really supposed to, not until you get a better grasp, grasp of the game. And it's just like, I couldn't, you know, I think at the time I was trying to play Dragon's Dogma like different game. Like I wasn't playing the, the way you're supposed to. So I, that was on me. Um, but I just remember, I just know it has such a great cult following. And so a lot of people are, are going to be pretty happy with that. Uh, that one comes out at the end of March. Um, then was it, uh, the rise of the Ronin got a pretty, pretty big, uh, reveal too. They went pretty, went into depth about that team ninja, you know, showing off, showing that game off, uh, both that and dragon's dogma both come out March 22nd, uh, at least for now, we'll see if any, any of them get pushed back. Uh, 
Until Dawn. They talked about uh, coming out with a uh, remake for that for the for PC and PS5. Uh, I mean, sure, the first game was you know, the game was fun, and having it you know look better then why not? Uh, and then they went into a big thing at the end about uh, Kojima and uh, Death Stranding two uh, on the beach. Oh, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to know what. So, how, what did you think about that? Because that was pretty I, funny. I don't know. He's got such good ideas mixed with such ridiculous stupidness. Um, yeah, I. It's he is so weird. He is just. He is. He is just so weird, and um, I don't know. I don't. Know, I think he's up his own ass pretty hard. Probably maybe more than more than anybody I can think of off the top of my head in, in video games. Um, he reminds me of like a video game version of Steve Jobs in some in some way. I don't think he's probably as mean as Steve Jobs, but something about him, something about him and the way that he does stuff and he tries to make things more than what they are. Like he said that when people were asking what kind of genre the you know, death stranding was, he was like, it's a strand game. There's an, and I'm like, and he's kind of right. I mean, it was, I mean, from what I understand, it was kind of different, but you could put it in another, you could put it, you could fit it in another genre if you really wanted to, or a couple of different genres if you wanted to. Um, it's just that kind of stuff that irks me. And I don't know. I, I know enough about the story of, Death Stranding, and I just feel like a lot of his antics are, they're not really, they're not really mysterious anymore, um, and I just, I don't know, so, I, I, I don't know, I, I, it looks cool, it looks like it'll be a good, whatever that is, you know, if you're into Death Stranding, I guess, You'll enjoy Death Stranding too. It looks more like more of that, um, but I'm also just sort of like I just kind of roll my eyes at it. But the the freaking guy, the, I mean, it is it's just weird. Like it is. There's something that I hate about it, but also something that I really respect because, like in that trailer, the guitar guy, I mean, is just. So that is from that is from the first game. Uh, that character. <laughs> okay. So, well, they're a returning character. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things that like I give them credit for world building and coming up with these crazy ideas. The gameplay is not maybe doesn't hit you know stick to landing. Uh, like the concept, you know, like he's great at coming up with an idea, but the fact that he's trying to make this thing like, um, I don't know. He like I said, uh, tries to make things more impressive than they what they might really be. Uh, mm -hmm. now. You know, that was, like I said, they, they did a big talk about this one, and that's fine. Didn't play the... Uh, I tried... I tried playing uh, Death Stranding. Could not really get into it. I, I played maybe 10, 15 hours, and in the end, I just was not happy with it. Um, and it just wasn't for me. It kind of made made me go, all right, I think I'm done with Kojima, <laughs> uh, to be honest. Like, but the just the visuals, like, the, the quality is amazing uh they're using uh i think i think they might still be using the decima engine which is like the horizon uh engine mm. so uh that like 
anyways it just the facial caption is amazing yeah. uh and the i wish i just wish it was a new ip or a new set of ideas because i don't care about anything that happened in the first game i don't want to follow up with it at all uh but i would like to know the story in a, in a weird way so but I'm, it's just too much effort uh and then of course at the end of this uh they had they had a little more discussion and essentially talking about talking to kojima about the fact that uh coming out with a new action espionage not tactical because that's uh metal gear but uh action espionage game talking about how it's his life work and how he wants to make this into like media like like movie tv or something like that wants to make a clothing line which he's done with death stranding and his his concept of fashion is meh so i mean it's it's great if you want to do a sci-fi run or something like that like i want to make my own i don't know future punk line but it's it's not practical. Fa- I, don't know, I just it's once again up his own ass is is the correct term. I think I, you use. I just before. feel like he's trying to sell me something. That's oh yeah. And like, I mean, it used to be like these days. I think it used to be it was like he's making a game. It's going to be a cool game. And yeah, there's some weird stuff around it. But now I just feel like you're trying to sell me something that I don't necessarily know if I want to buy. And and you're trying to sell it to me on other merits it just just that eye narrowing that futurama eye narrowing um gif gif is uh just comes to mind i'm just like i don't really know and i'm just not that into whatever the death stranding you know i know enough about the game to know i'm not yeah well but the new the new action action espionage game is um uh that uh pheasant uh oh yeah uh, yeah, it was just. Oh. Um, you know, I mean, I guess Columbia there's so House, many. You know, Sony's putting all their money into it, so he's going to get the movie. He's they're essentially going to do the um, the Halo or the um, uh, was that the Quantum Break thing or something like that, I suppose. And if I was Sony, uh, I would not be doing that. I'd be like, look, you gotta, you need to show that people love this before we make a movie out of it. But I don't know. Maybe they have. Maybe they know something that I don't. Well, this this is this is his life's work. So therefore, you know, like this is a this might be his swan song. I mean, we got years before it comes out. Yeah. Um, because this the they in the very beginning they said like, you know, twenty twenty four and beyond, and this is the and beyond. Like, I think it was twenty twenty five is Death Stranding, and then whenever that's done, you know, because that's going to get pushed back to twenty twenty six or whatever, and then this is when his action action espionage uh franchise gets off the ground um so yeah that's yeah. Th- they just locked him in for for a while and uh, people go gaga over his stuff and you know it's it's a safe bet i mean if anything else like i said he will come out with something really weird uh and maybe having it in video format might be better <laughs> overall than having it in game format depending on what that is but at least it's uh, be quicker to digest it won't be 60 hours it'll be two you know and it's like okay that have, was awesome yeah, oh have, that sucked and then it doesn't matter because it's only two hours of your life they're not gonna get back yeah you're gonna have your own uh kojima cinematic universe and <laughs> have fun with that yeah uh but yes all right, and that was really it for uh, the, the first state of play. And then they were like, yeah, guess what, guys? If you're waiting for Final Fantasy uh, VII uh, Rebirth or whatever, that's going to be next week. And that just happened. So 
All right. Um, let's go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back and we can talk about Final Fantasy VII. All right. And so with the second state of play that happened for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, um, it was about a 20 minute long uh, showing. And yeah, this actually took me kind of by surprise because of course it was going to look great. But for me, it, it got me from not caring to also kind of interested in, you know, it's one of those things that it's a conflict between nostalgia and uh, practicality. Like, I'm not going to play this. I know I'm not, but I really want to now. But I also really don't. <laughs> um, I played and beat the uh, their remake, and I was disappointed, I guess. I mean, I was intrigued by some of the new things that they were adding uh, story-wise and how they were going to change things up. So that's where my curiosity really comes in with this. Um, and I just, I was not a big fan of the gameplay. Uh, I, I understand a lot of people like it. It's just, for some reason, it just doesn't sit with me as well. And then, of course, they came out with the Integrade, uh, which I originally played Final Fantasy on the PS4, so Integrade wasn't available. Um, and I wasn't going to play through it again. So I just like, yep, yeah, I'm I'm kind of done with it. Uh, I, I'm nowhere. I'm, I'm not going to sit through that again. Uh, and I'll probably wait till the whole series is done, and then they come out with like the like another remastered of the first mm -hmm. couple of games, uh, and like enjoy all the new whatever PS6 quality edition because. But by this... then they will have announced the remake of the remake. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hopefully, all on like. Um, a handful of like ultra Blu-ray discs or something because that that's one of the things is this rebirth is going to be on two discs. It said, yeah. Uh, I give them credit for giving proper expectations uh, uh, during this. I mean, they tell you how long they tell you from what point of the story it goes till uh, in the trailer, like or in this uh, state of play, so at least you know to kind of roughly where the story is going to end. Um, but the question, you know, the whole big thing is they're switching up. They seem to be switching up a lot of the story from what you know from the original, uh, you know, PlayStation game. So, uh, alternate timelines, maybe other parallel stuff. Who knows? Uh, you know, but they they really did a good job about saying like showing you all the side side quests and activities you could do, remaking old arcade games, uh, adding new ones. I mean, they make this. They they do a fun little tribute nod to the graphics of the PlayStation uh, One mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VII, where the characters are all uh, voxel like or whatever, you know. So that was pretty. That was a pretty fun uh, take on it. And yeah, they they really go ham on the the Junon, uh, mar you know, like the soldier march, which I had completely kind of forgot about. That I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. You you got graded on TV ratings depending on how well you marched in the uh, in the parade, and I specifically like I specifically remember now out of nowhere it just hit me as like oh yeah, you you didn't actually want to get top marks because if you got top marks like uh, they'd give you like I think a piece of uh, equipment either a weapon or armor, but actually if you got if you got second place or whatever the um, because there's a depending on how what your score was. Uh, the second place one, well, I'm pretty sure, was a piece of materia that you couldn't get right away. So it was actually more valuable to get the materia. So I remember you like making sure you didn't do it perfectly and you screwed up just enough to get that tier two uh, scoring. But yeah, that uh, 
I don't know. It's just they really seem to like go ham on that scene because it looked like uh, Yuffie was also maybe a part of the march, and then Red Thirteen. They showed Red Thirteen in a soldier outfit, yeah, uh, giving like finger guns or something. I, I'm like, wow, they're really going um, silly on this for sure. <laughs> uh, and they also, you know, they they do a lot of, you know, like I said, proper expectations of like, hey, you'll be able to do these events over here. You can maneuver, wander all these places. And by the way, when you go to Nibelheim, uh, you can go to the the Shinra Mansion, and that's where uh, Vincent's going to be. Just letting you guys know, you know, yeah, no secret cave, no secret, uh, you like, you know, mountain cave. It's literally just going to be at the mansion. I'm like, all right, uh, everyone's fan favorite from Hot Topic is Vincent, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I don't really know what to think about this game. I. Really tried to enjoy the first one, fell off of it. Um, I would buy this on PS5, I guess. You know, obviously, I don't know. It just, the first one, I don't know. It, it, I just, I don't think, I, I just don't think I want to play this. Um, it, it seems cool in some aspects. It's like, man, that looks kind of cool. But if it was... If it was reskinned as like a, with like a different, with like a different, I don't know, IP on the front, I'd be like, okay, I, I really want to play this. But since it's Final Fantasy, I just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like what they're really doing with the characters. Everything's just too filled in. Um, I don't like it. And I don't want to play it. <laughs> like, I wish I did, but... Uh, the more I see this, I'm just like, I'm just not interested. Um, it's not that it looks bad. It looks good and stuff. It's just, I don't know. I don't want to, I, I don't want to play it anymore. Um, I'd rather. See, I, I kind of wish, I kind of wish it was its own thing and not, yeah. I, I wish it wasn't, I, was, I wish it was like a new Final Fantasy game and not tied to seven. Because uh, unfortunately, uh as you mentioned before, with uh, you know Kojima, this all, this property is also up its own butt for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's but when I'm when I saw a black chocobo climbing the mountain, I'm like yes. And then you know you see the other the the blue chocobo going across the the water. I'm like okay, this this is I remember. This is like a large majority of my middle school. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, uh, just go ahead and like I bought the PlayStation One and Final Fantasy, and I didn't even have enough money to get a memory card. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was how badly I wanted it, and I only got the PlayStation during the holiday season because someone didn't pick it up during. Uh, they I actually went to talk to like whatever department store, and uh, I went to their like service counter, and they're like, "Well, we have one on layaway for someone else, but they're not going to pick it up. So, like they're not, you know, like we tried contacting them or something, they weren't picking it up, so we will just sell it to you." And I'm like, you know, like cool i had to borrow a memory card from a friend <laughs> that's yeah. how i ended up playing this game um but yeah they've they've they're adding so much to it that like i i find it interesting but also completely not necessary i mean they have a music little side mini game where you're, uh it's kind of reminds me of um the last of us uh uh part two i think it was with the guitar yeah you know like and i'm like are right, that completely not necessary <laughs> i mean uh you got the 
uh, they go into depth about talking things like as if it was new, which I found kind of funny. They're like, yeah, you can go on a date for at um, Gold Saucer. I'm like, you are always able to go on that date at Gold I, Saucer. I know. And Some you of were, you were excited about going on the date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they made it sound like you're like, yeah, and you got to do stuff to get their affection level. I'm like, you were always able. That was always a thing in the original game. You bought the, you bought the flower from Earth and you got a point there. You gave the flower. Uh, you don't give it to Marlene, you give it to Tifa. Guess what? Tifa, then you get a point for Tifa. I mean, and that was like certain key aspects. You know, if you play your cards right, you can get Eris Tifa. If you really screwed up, you can get Barrett uh, as your date night uh, prospect. It was just super funny because uh, when he jumps in the uh, roller coaster, his arms hang over the edge of the uh, the railings. Uh, yeah, it was that that thing was always there. And then you can get, I think, Yuffie and I. I thought red 13 was a possible but i actually don't think i ever did that i think i did the other one so because i played that game like that much yeah. um but you know like i said so like seeing all that hit a lot of nostalgia vibes for sure um and it looks like i said it looks incredible but that's kind of what you're expecting from them at this point um they're mentioned you know they kind of name drop or they do some like um some old uh concept like yeah there's stories from the old games and they're mentioning some of the side quests i'm like yeah you know what that was pretty forgettable but i'm glad you mentioned like that one of the childhood friends uh he's part of he's he's like a childhood friend from nibelheim then you you meet him in uh the slums uh and now he he's later on at coastal del sol or whatever and yeah so they they bring emphasis on that they're like hey guess what now you can watch all your favorites favorites in swimsuits now i'm like yeah that's not necessary but okay yeah <laughs> they're really i mean <clears throat> i honestly don't think there's going to be a way to get this game i think it was originally supposed to be done in three and I'm like, that game should never have been done in three. It should be done in four, at least. Uh, but at the same time, uh, Midgar shouldn't have been the first game. That first one was like a demo, tech demo. So, I don't yeah. know. We'll, like, yeah. the game's going to do good. So many people are hyped about this. I, I wish I was more hyped about it. But once again, because I have to play on a different platform than I originally played on, uh, my save data, I don't save data probably don't mean squat in this one. But, like, I'm from an era where I remember playing like certain games and having your saves crossover um but right now there's a demo for this one going on and i believe if you actually complete the demo you actually get like uh a mcguffin or something for the actual game yeah so i kind of want to test out the demo but i once again i don't like the gameplay for that, like the action concept uh it was one of those things i just button mashed my way through and i was like yep this isn't that great i don't really care to do any of the extra battles um the to get the other summons i'm like that's just it just seemed like by the time the game ended i couldn't wait for it to be over with yeah and i was so that's that i was seriously like oh wait the the shinra tower's under attack uh avalanche is coming in slight spoilers but then all of a sudden you're like now you're gonna have this whole section with um uh hojo like yeah not only that, but you're gonna have to go in different segments in Hojo's like lair, or, like while we we're being attacked, and like you're quote unquote pressed for time. Yeah, and, like it was this whole extra side story just irked the crap out of me. So you know, but they're really trying to weave this into like Advent Children territory, and uh, like they made certain connections to Advent Children already. So you know, and they're showing a lot of Zach in this trailer, uh, all in all this information and. Um, one of the things is like Genova apparently being, uh, being able to like confuse you and, you know, and appear as other people. Oh yeah. So 
so my 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 thought all right so if you don't want my future theory spoiler possibly is um don't listen then uh, just skip this part that's probably the big uh the big death scene is going to be instead of being sephiroth coming down from above it's going to be cloud mistakenly stabbing someone thinking they're sephiroth yeah you know? that would that would suck but and that, that'd be that. a, that'd be a new timeline there you go uh you know because they're they're showing zach which makes him seem like he's alive um so who knows you know there's going to be some some super divergence at the end or something like that right uh yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know I don't but know it helps. looks it looks awesome, and I really wish it wasn't this epic long thing. I mean, I just my life can't afford multiple games that take like forty plus hours just to finish one complete story. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I mean, a couple of years ago, I was very much into like getting you know getting into the Final Fantasy VII remake, but I don't think they're going the direction with it that I would have wanted. Um. And I think I think it probably just there's probably no way to do it the way that I would have wanted. Um, I, I think it's just it's just too much of a it's too much of a thing. There's too much um, too much history with the game, and it just it's like bringing a book to a movie. It's never going to be quite right. No. Yeah, but it's one of those things that they're trying to make it. They've been trying, like they've made so many other side properties to this franchise. You kind of forget about how big the Final Fantasy VII you know, universes when it comes to like the Dirge of Cerberus and uh, the prequel stuff and all that, you know, like First Soldier and all that, you know, so there's, uh, it kind of spun out of control at some point. And it's, it, but it, it's, it's in line with like, if you, if you're in a, a Kingdom Hearts fan where they have all this other side content stuff uh, and only true fans will really go through it all. And I'm like, yeah, just give me the abridged version at this point. Uh, that's why I think I'm going to skip this one and I would prefer, I would actually prefer to wait till whatever their complete edition is and kind of go through that in one go. Like, but by that time, who knows? I, I think the franchise will run itself into the ground. Uh, that's what my fear is because, you know, kingdom hearts was a neat thing until they ran that sucker into the ground and that's never going to finish. Um, and that's kind of what I feel. I'm getting the vibe off of this though, to their yeah. credit. Rebirth has come out way faster than anything else Square has come out as far as a sequel goes in a long time. Well, they so. can't really push Final Fantasy VII fans around the, the way they can push Kingdom Hearts fans around. Um, it's just it just wouldn't work. But yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's ever going to end. Well, I think it will take probably four games, um, and I would be they just don't want to let anything go. They're, I mean, it's just a cash cow and. People are going to keep buying it, and they're they don't want to let it go. So, uh, yeah. Once again, I'm I'm expecting a PS like six or whatever the next you know Sony iteration, and yeah. that's when they're going to come out with the final the final venture slash the the ultimate package. You know, all upresed and blah blah blah. So that's kind of what I'm suspecting. Uh, that's you know, it's still too early to tell, and it's all just me speculating. Out, you know, out the wazoo, but that's kind of that would be my safe bet. Yeah. All right, last bit of news that we're going to talk about is just a small one, uh, Evo. So the Evo lineup has come come about, and we're looking at, uh, you know, just some uh, some of the stuff. A little obvious. You got the Final Fantasy, or not Final Fantasy, <laughs> Street Fighter, Street Fighter Six. Um, you know, and then but the the new upcomer uh, Tekken Eight just come out, and they're they're going to have that there. 
Uh, you got the uh, Guilty Gear Strive, uh, King of Fighters 15. Uh, we, we have Psy uh, Games, uh, Grand, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising. The, uh, I always forget how they acronym this whole thing, but it's the um, Undernight in Birth 2. Like that, they always have a, a game from that franchise there of late, it seems. Uh, a lot of people really seem to like it. And for their like their nostalgic throwback game, they're having uh, Street Fighter uh, Third Strike. Mm. So uh, that is kind of a cult favorite, uh, it seems. But yeah, I mean, all I gotta say is we gotta start the Patreon now to see about getting Unic to Evo. Mm. Uh, you gotta participate. I mean, you've you've had the fighting stick for a while. You've been really uh, not know, using you know, it. You yeah. actually. <laughs> you've shown interest in uh tekken 8 prior to coming out uh but yeah, yeah like i think this from everything i, I heard it's all right it's i think it's done i'm i don't think i can do fighting games they're just there's they're too they're too daunting um you have to play too much to get reasonably decent at them and i just don't i just don't have it in me um maybe maybe someday um but you know, I already have Street Fighter Six, so if I'm going to play any fighting game for the rest of this generation, it's probably going to be that. It's probably just going to be that. Um, if I get the bug to to play a fighting game, I'm just going to go back to that uh, and uh, for like a month or whatever, and then bounce off and then come back again or whatever. Um, I, I have I have enjoyed I did enjoy some Tekken Seven, and I did enjoy uh, some Guilty Gear Strive. That was pretty cool. Um, but I just don't have, I don't have whatever it takes to, to play enough of fighting games to get really good at them. Um, yeah, this one's doing gangbusters though, as far as ratings go. I mean, we're looking, you know, Metacritic's given, uh, PlayStation five, a 90, uh, and then you got a 92 on PC, uh, Xbox 89. So yeah, it's, it's doing awesome, uh, from everything. I mean, uh, I've as well as things that I would like to get into it, but I, I, I always fall off real hard. Yeah. Uh, I followed Tekken seven, like through the first handful of DLCs. And I don't, I think the last like couple DLC packs, I just never got, um, the, you know, this one completing the whole, uh, story, like the, the Brian Cox, like, I, I think it was, I think it was Brian Cox who did the, um, uh, the, the quick synopsis trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, just pretty much saying like the story so far yeah. <laughs> and that was, you know, that was, that got pretty hyped. And, uh, you know, I have, I have at least one or two other friends who are like, you know, I'll get it if you get it. And I'm like, dude, I'm not getting it. <laughs> I know that I'm not going to get around to playing it and you guys are better than me. <laughs> so I'm not going to get my, I'm not just going to pick a game just to get my teeth kicked in by you guys. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that's, it's one of the things I appreciate. Just, I've never been a good Tekken uh, player. I'm, I'm not I'm not a big fighting game player in general, but I do I do better on like a Street Fighter uh, concept. But yeah, uh, so Evo always fun uh, to watch for sure. You get to see some really cool things. Uh, I always forget the lingo, and then I'm like, oh, that's right. They throw in some really odd words in there. It's like watching um like a you know Dota or League of Legends match. You're like, oh yeah, that's right. They they have special terms that you always forget about, and then, like it kind of comes back and like I should feel bad. I should just feel dirty for knowing what these mean. Mm. <laughs> this this is a vocabulary that should not be in anyone's repertoire. And <laughs> yeah, but 
yeah it's a waste of waste of knowledge is what i'm saying uh yeah so yeah i can feel that way sometimes but what we can do is we can make a bracket and you know like watching the watching the brackets watching people like said high level watching anyone a high level play is always pretty awesome and so it's fun to watch i still say give it a shot um and yeah it's just one of those things that uh, you know a few years ago i, I remember like yeah, hitboxes. They're really popular now. I'm like, I would really like the idea of learning how to use a hitbox, but I'm not spending I'm like I you can make your own, but I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Nor am I gonna spend like four hundred dollars on buying a hitbox. I know, it's a whole universe. Fighting games are almost their own their own universe. Yep. All right. Now on to what we've been playing. All right, so since you came by, we got to have you play all sorts of little VR games. <laughs> so yeah, um, so you hooked me up to the VR uh, PSVR two, and I got to play uh, first of all Beat Saber, and then um, and then um, Synth Rider, uh, and then um, Red Matter one, and a little bit of Gran Turismo seven. And uh, yep, yeah, I'm definitely way more of a believer now. Uh, I'd only had one other uh, mini VR experience, and I was like, "This is all right, but it's kind of whatever." But this was a lot more, um, a lot more interesting. Um, I did get, uh, I did get uh, kind of VR sick playing Red Matter, so I definitely understand, I definitely understand that a bit better now. But, um, but yeah, those are those were all really cool games. Um, they're like Beat Saber. You also played Pistol Whip, I believe, right? Oh yeah, I forgot to play. Some pistol whip as well. I really liked Beat Saber, um, but I think I might. I, I don't know. I liked Synth Rider a lot too. That, but I'm super into synth, you know, in, in the first place. So, um, both of those had good game, you know, good game mechanics and, and styles and stuff. I liked the look of Beat Saber more, uh, to be honest. But, but uh, yeah, um, it's it's a uh, PSVR two is. Pretty cool. I'm definitely like okay. They come up with a few more different things here, uh, here and there, and um, it's definitely something I can see myself uh, enjoying a lot, a lot more of. Um, so yeah, I was I was really glad to play it. Thank you very much for for hooking me up to that machine. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was it was pretty fun watching you. You know, get the grasp of it. I you know, unfortunately, not enough time during. Like we had a full docket, so we didn't actually get enough time to even let you try um, any of the real shooting games or anything like that, you know. So it's uh, you didn't get to try. Like unfortunately, the only real um, haptic triggers you got to use were for the most part in um, Pistol Whip, and I don't think that's too much in there. So uh, yeah, uh, but hopefully, like I said, if you can find a good deal on that, I would recommend jumping in. And if you were even remotely interested, because there's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, and yeah so other than that we did take you to the arcade yeah. and i know you wanted to mention mention this a bit so yeah so i'll talk, uh, talk about pinball first i'd never played much pinball you know here and there as you do but this is the first time i got to really play like a lot um well because we we had uh the, the ticket that we bought uh would allow us to go into their 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 uh pinball space as well and um you got to play, you know, you pay an amount and then you get to just play as much as you want. Um, so I got to play a bunch of different of those games and that was really cool. I got to kind of get good at a couple of different machines. 
I was able to play long enough and I'd never been able to do it before. I was like, okay, this is why pinball is kind of fun because you can, it always seemed to me like just a kind of a crap shoot. Like it's going to go down the shoot at some point and whatever, but I was able to control it in some places and, um, and get, and get some pretty high scores sometimes. So that was super fun. Um, but yeah. So, so besides that, uh, we also played, uh, what was the game called? All right. So, um, <laughs> We ended up going to the arcade uh, called the Galloping Ghost, and so they have their arcade, and then next to uh, like a couple blocks down, they have their uh, pinball location, um, and it's the, like you know you pay, and it's all you you know it's like all e- you know, evening you know come and go as you want, um, you know free to play games uh, essentially. So it's like twenty five bucks for the arcade, and they had a bundle where like it's an extra five bucks for the included the pinball. Uh, the game we played. Uh, was uh, the Spectre Files uh, Death Stalker? Yeah, this was an and FMV game. Yeah, so we, being uh, a buddy from out, another buddy from out of state, uh, my spouse and I, we discovered this game as we were leaving the first, like last time we went, and that was pre-COVID. <laughs> so this was like I think this was almost four years ago or something like that. And we just happened to come across this thing on the way out, and we remembered it since because we haven't been back, uh, or I haven't been back since then. Uh, and that's why our mission was like find this machine and you know get a, get around to playing this. And so yeah, this is a it's a choose your own adventure FMV style game. Uh, scenarios come up, and you have one of three options you can pick. Uh, and we just camped there for like the first couple hours, uh, just doing like failing at this game and then slowly unlocking you know you know our uh, different routes different options and yeah that was this uh this game is actually on uh, on steam now <laughs> it's 10 bucks on steam uh, so yeah it's uh once again the specter files uh death stalker it's if you like a if you like a cheesy fmv game this is straight up produced by the galloping ghost so i was just like i just i didn't realize that but oh wow i didn't realize that either um yeah well it's a good it's a good game um it does fmv right i think uh i don't really know how else to to really describe it but like you know as you're going through there's stuff you just learn just learn what you're supposed to do in this part and what you're not supposed to do and what's going to happen here and, and there. And I don't know, it, it has, it has a thin enough plot and it gets you into the story, I guess, or into the gameplay, like the real part of the gameplay quickly enough that it's not boring. Um, pretty good. I, I definitely, I definitely was surprised when we sat down to play it. I was like, it's probably not gonna be very much fun or whatever. And we'll bounce in a minute. And it was probably one of, if not the most fun games there. It was really, I was really surprised. It's, it's a great, like we, there's three of us. So we were able to, we all took turns with a decision-making at each, each uh, venue and you have a quick time limit. Uh, and it was great because, because there's three of us, we were able to memorize certain routes a lot easier. Or when you come up to a certain scenario, like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do here. You know, granted, it gets a little tedious on your, like, fifth playthrough. And if you happen to come across a certain scenario on multiple runs, you're like, all right, so here, I know what I need to do. If only there was, like, a press X to skip this scene and just go straight to the decision because you obviously know what you're supposed to do once you succeed. Yeah. Uh, but also... 
uh, when you fail, then you're like, you kind of want to hit that scenario. Like, okay, what is the right, you know, to succeed at this? And we, uh, yeah, like I said, it was, it was pretty nice just having the extra backup, but it was, it was fun to be able to take turns. Uh, I think it's a great game. If you, if you did buy it for the home, you know, for like steam, I think it'd be great to have uh, drinks with it as well. And just be like, you know, it's a it's a fun simple way to do it or i can also see the opposite effect being like okay now i gotta get my notebook and write down each scenario and like this is what these were my options this is what i chose and it, it either turned out good or didn't you yeah. know so next um but yeah because we thought we had certain ones locked down we're like okay well we've tried these other two and then also out of nowhere a for like a decision that a choice that never came up before popped up and we're like well we were going to pick option c and now there's a d option as well uh that we've never you know, like uh, let's just go c because we know that this one comes up more often and then it doesn't work out we're like okay well how did d come up what was the scenario was it just random rng or so that was that was a lot of fun uh I'm, we didn't get to beat it uh we made it pretty far i felt uh but some people there was a high score up there that was pretty ridiculous yeah uh, and there's just there's so much like things that we didn't even try covering um uh, so like we generally went through like a certain option in the beginning of the game uh we went through the front door kind of but you can also just go around and with the moment you go around there's all sorts of other options for you and yeah it's uh <laughs> uh I, I like those fmv games uh it's just it's a lot of fun it's you know this this plays uh something like uh a simpler version of dragon's lair because Dragon Slayer is all instant reflexes, uh, but it's very much a you know trial by error and memorize your way through. Yeah. Uh, but once again, when, if you're with the right group of friends, it makes it it makes it all the better. So, uh, yeah. And then you got to uh, you got to try your hand at a bunch of other arcade games for sure. Uh, and that that place is that place is like one of the claims to fame, I guess, is it's open 365, like yeah. every day of the year. Uh, it's always open. So just a little too far out to to go on the regular for us um but yeah it was i'm glad we got to take you there for uh for myself the big game i've been playing has been a uh, near replicant uh version 1.22 so on um i got into this because of the concert that we went to and you actually i was planning on going straight to play automata like but you're like no no it's gonna have a lot to do with the first game so i'm like all right good to know and i'm glad you said that because majority of pretty much all the music was from the first game yeah. uh the story they had the concert had extra you know little story snippets for the second you know for automata but the the actual music was from the first and that's and a lot of the key visuals uh were from the first so uh i'm glad uh, I, you know, I actually just finished uh, Route A on that, uh, and then I went to Route, and then I went ahead and started uh, B, and I got hit by like I don't know a dozen pages of text, <laughs> like a lot of uh, Kaine's backstory, mm. and I was just like, at a certain point, I'm like, like it's now really late, and my I'm like my my vision's getting blurry. I'm like I'm just gonna go ahead and put my PlayStation to rest mode, <laughs> and I'm just gonna come back to this later. Uh, but I did that game. Route A took me way longer than it naturally should have because um, I did 100% of the side quests, like full on. I did them all. Um, and then I collected majority of the weapons uh, that you could have through the first time around. 
I collected, I did a bunch of other side stuff. Like uh, I got a million for the, for the achievements. I got a million dollars or whatever, whatever the currency is gold. Um, and I just did a bunch of other stuff. So it's like, yeah, I spent way too much time in the first playthrough, but that just means less, less time to, you know, like it, my sec, uh, sequential playthroughs will be faster. So I'm at like level 32 by the time I beat the game, uh, which uh, having looked in, looked into it a little bit, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, in the beginning of the game, the tutorial, uh, after the character beats like the the big boss or like the quote unquote big boss in the beginning, he jumps to level thirty as a hint to be like for the players to be like, hey, maybe you got to be level thirty when you beat this game. So I was at level thirty two. It was pretty easy. Um, I was just playing it on normal. Uh, but yeah, so I I don't have to worry about that, and I think I can speed through most of the other stuff now, especially since I'm not doing any side quests. Uh, I just have to grind to later on to get like all the extra endings essentially because like one of them you have to upgrade like max out majority of your weapons mm-hmm. like so 33 weapons but it doesn't have to be, like you because there's DLC tied to this so you get more weapons than you originally would have yeah. so at least you know you can not have to you can choose not to do certain weapons then that are a little more difficult so yeah I I really got into it it was a lot of fun it was a good story uh ish but like at the same time i know that there's plenty more story in the uh b c and d endings and e ending i guess and those and that's how generally it is you have to beat it through five times but at least it's not a from square one you know it's like the latter half of the game or some other MacGuffin. so yeah yeah, uh yeah, I'm trying I, I, to go through my second playthrough is what I'm doing. Yeah, I do want to play this game some more. I was thinking about that as I was watching you play some of it. and um, But but I, I have it on PC, on Steam, and I think I'd want to just, re, just, just buy it on PlayStation and play it through there. Partly just to get the trophies, uh, you know, because I got whatever Steam achievements, but I don't care about those. Um, I, I'd want to restart it. But, and also kind of just to refresh myself on what, you know, what was going on. Um, but mostly for the trophies and, um, all that stuff. But anyway, it's probably, um, that might happen someday. We'll see, but I'm, I'm glad you've been, you've been playing it. Um, it was a good primer for the concert at the very least among other, among other things. It really was. I was, and you know, one of the things that I did think about is, well, if I got it on steam, I would just cheat engine it. I think is what I would have done. Just max level or like get all the like currency I needed or something like that. I would have probably like the materials I needed. And I think that was another reason why I chose not to because as well as like it would have been nicer, more convenient, but I just probably I wanted to be able to go through. I mean, that's kind of like the experience of this kind of game was like the, to experience the stories. You kind of have to go through the slog and uh, had I just cheated my way through what current certain key moments would be less meaningful i think um because right. you wouldn't be as attached to certain people or whatever you'd just be speed running the thing uh so yeah that's kind of what i'm you know i i really do think i'm, I, I'm gonna make a, a good attempt at least trying to get um the full five set ending uh mostly also because the fact that i don't have to worry about leveling up at this point anymore uh, though I might drop it to an easier setting just to make the battles just go that much quicker. I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to do that yet or not. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just, man, some of the dialogue is just like, 
just just pages text and i'm like why <laughs> i understand budgets were different like but when you remade it you could have made it into a cutscene. No. <laughs> you, you could have done <laughs> yoko taro that's yoko taro for you man yeah i was just, just like you know voice you could have voice acted the thing but no it's just like nope. here i am at like one in the morning and like i was like i'm just gonna go into the hit b the b and start just i just want to start it and they're like yeah here's here's a here's a prequel backstory I'm like okay fine let me just read this and they're like here's part two of that prequel backstory i'm like god dang it and then it's like and then i finished that one and like here's a third part and i'm like you know what? i'm just gonna let this rest yeah just put yeah, it in rest just... mode walk away <laughs> you have to walk away man yeah yeah <sighs> no it's like I, i'm like uh, super grateful that uh you uh invited us out to the concert uh and you know i was glad i went ahead and prime myself for this in advance uh by you know like i said the music pretty much a lot of that music was straight up from uh the first game and that's why i ended up buying the uh that vinyl box set um so yeah <laughs> uh it's i am looking forward to finishing it and i'm more interested now in uh, it makes sense for some of the stuff for automata that actually like um for the anime that when we talked about that and stuff like that so i was just like oh yeah all right there's that wedding scene, but I didn't see no I didn't see no replica or see no uh, machine life form hanging on the roof like in, in that anime cutscene. Um, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> well uh, when we when we watched I'd... the anime, you were like, yeah, they're like that's actually a big part of the original story. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That wedding scene had no bearing in my mind at all when I saw that. So, um, mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, that's that's pretty much been the only thing I've been playing, uh, with, other than the arcade stuff with you. So, uh, all right, what we've been watching. Uh, so, they just dropped uh, the entire third season of uh, the Daily Life of the Immortal King, uh, season three, all in English, and you know it had been out for a while in uh, you know as uh, subtitled. But now it's all dubbed, and I've been watching. That's how I've watched this whole thing is dubbed. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy that series. It's um, it's meta, it's tongue in cheek, it's you know, it's a silly you know series, but it's entertaining all the same. Uh, it's you know, uh, essentially a Chinese um, backdrop. You know, like school kids with all sorts of um, psychic powers. Essentially, is the best way to put it. Uh, but it's it's you know. Uh, I've mentioned this multiple times before, so just give season one a watch. If you like it, then yeah, you'll probably stick with it. Uh, season two got super meta at the end, super meta. It was, uh, and then season three is just, uh, it may not be the strongest, but it's still n nevertheless entertaining. So I ended up binge watching that one throughout the week. Uh, and then okay. one that kind of kicked off in a good way was, um, solo leveling. I wasn't too keen on this. Uh, at first, like it just, uh, it kind of seemed to be trying to be edgy for edginess sake. It's solo leveling is about, um, like portals opening up to like fantasy, like a weird dungeons and people get like RPG stats, essentially certain select people, so they can use uh, mana or whatever. And they have different skill sets. Uh, so they become adventurers essentially like it's modern day setting, but then you go to a portal Stargate kind of thing and you wind up in the dungeon. Uh, and you have like this kid who is uh, not very good. He's just a really low level, weak person. Uh, 
and he gets stuck in a they they go into what they think is a low level dungeon as a group turns out there's a trap and kind of thing um and it seemed really annoying in the beginning i don't know for me it was just like trying too hard to be edgy or like it kind of had the same vibe as like the first little bit of gants or something like that like mm. you know it's like it's more impactful if you're younger because you hadn't seen anything like that and you're like oh wow that's a cool twist or that's more violent than you're expecting or something like that but for me it's just like okay you got another statue with a manic looking face you know like okay yep there's there's something seriously twisted or about it blah 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 but like episode three i was watching this in english and that's when things kind of clicked for me which is usually you know the the old rule of by episode three if it's not good you drop it and it kind of clicked in a good way where like okay now you're you're catching steam and now like i went from like okay i enjoyed episode three let me go ahead and watch episode four and then i watched episode five uh subbed you know both of those subbed so I'm like you're right now i'm invested so i went from you know lukewarm to like going to drop it to you know what um so maybe like a, a three or four probably a four to now like a six you know i'm like all right uh maybe a seven even like this is starting to catch steam and it yeah we'll see where it goes from here like by episode five i'm now i'm curious to see how this plays out because um it's either going to go i think it's either going to get pretty good or it's going to be like try too hard to be like edge lord and like or it'll try too hard to be edgy and it'll just fall off a cliff um for me uh but yeah uh i don't know like i said it was a pleasant surprise i'm like you know and i was i was glad to at least uh i was glad from episode three onward so far so yeah this is one that i did want to watch um i haven't had a chance to watch it yet but it was one that um uh i was like okay you know what's all the hype about solo leveling solo leveling this you know this 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 uh manhwa that's able to break through um so i hopefully will be able to watch some of it but uh haven't had a chance to yet i haven't been able to watch i'm watching some stuff but i'm waiting until i finish it um before uh talking about it on here um i guess i have been also watching uh delicious in dungeon which is which is good fun but it's kind of just same old thing um ongoing and uh probably talk about that more after it's finished but yeah so not too much to report on on my side, but uh, glad you're enjoying Day Life of Immortal King and solo leveling. And then I probably will be I probably will probably will jump into the Apothecary Diaries because I've been hearing that's good, and you keep telling me it's really good. So um, anyway, yeah, it's 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 one of the um, it's one of the top ones this time around. You know, it's like up there with uh, Fearin. Um, yeah, there's a there's a solid handful of you know like decent stuff out there. Uh, I, I we got you to watch uh, the first episode of a uh, Hokkaido gals are super adorable. That was good. Um, yeah. Just have the English dub has them with a Uper accent, and that was surprising to say the least. And it works, and they do a good job on it. So yeah. I'm like, okay, uh, good for you. Uh, like yeah. I I'm enjoying that aspect of it for sure. It's entertaining uh, and still respectful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but all right, uh, that is about it then for today. Uh, you know, if you made it through the, to the end, we appreciate it. And uh, okay, until next time, uh, what words of wisdom do you have for our people today? Um, go to Chicago and get the pizza. 
uh all right and also then when you're done with that um google uh john stewart uh deep dish rant that was pretty and... funny too yeah <laughs> i mean but he's not wrong but he's also not right but he is definitely funny if if nothing else <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a, it's entertaining. I, I just recommend watching it after you eat the pizza. Therefore, yeah. uh, you enjoy both the best of both. Yeah, you'll enjoy the best of both. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, uh, y'all take it easy. Bye.